Hey everyone, welcome to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. This is The Mandalorian Chapter 14 Review. Joining me tonight is Sequestered Jester. Hey, hey everybody. Pinhead. Cheers. And Kuya. Cheers. Alrighty. I guess a lot of cheers are going on, uh, especially in the fanboy, fangirl, Star Wars community. Those particularly who are huge fans of the original, now we can officially say it, the original Mandalorian. Uh, so what, Django? You talking Django about Django? Well, no. you, yeah, you don't get Boba without Django. Technically, it's still Django. You can still well, Boba came, Boba came first, so you know. True, but he is a clone of yeah. Django. So horrified clone. But Boba no. came first. He was on Empire Strikes Back. Right. But what I'm saying is... It, but according it, to the prequels, If you look Django in the story there. canonically, you get yeah. Django first. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In, the, in, the, in our real timeline, yes. Boba Fett. So this is chapter 14, The Tragedy. Oh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> what? you didn't know. <laughs> uh, chapter 14, The Tragedy. The title sets it up for something that's uh, quite tragic. A uh, tragedy. It, yeah, it's pretty short uh, at 33 minutes. And this is yeah. directed by Robert Rodriguez, who was actually uh, surprisingly a last minute choice to, to direct this chapter. Uh, John Favreau asked him for a favor at the last minute. And uh, Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> of course, said, yeah, it's Star Wars, why not? So. Do we know who was in line beforehand? beforehand? Uh, no. I don't think they're going to release that. It was, it was yeah. Taika Waititi, so. <laughs> well, at least, at least not right now, but maybe perhaps down the road we may find out um, yeah. who it was, you know. So, yeah. So, of course, uh, we kick off right from uh, last chapter. Mando and, uh, and Grogu pretty much arrive at uh, Titan and soon enough when they get to that um that stone uh forced time like top of the peak of course they can't land on it because there's no landing area uh near it and i love that mando says we're gonna have to get there with the windows down and the windows down is he's, oh, yeah. he's jet packing uh towards um <laughs> the stone the stone like little temple and uh as Mando approaches and puts Grogu on the stone, doesn't know like if there's an on switch. And of course, you know, we don't have Han, we, we could have Han Solo like pop in because Han Solo is still alive in the canon and just say, that's not how the force works. You don't need a switch for it. So yeah. um, Mando puts Grogu on top of the stone and nothing is happening. And of course, and minutes go by, of course, and around seven minutes in, um, you know, as if, again, I'm getting bored of being right all the fucking time. Oh, shut up. Slave one. <laughs> slave one. No. Oh, oh he's going to be a different ship. Oh, he's going to be right behind I me. Didn't say, I didn't say that. Still I didn't say there. That. Well, I said we, he might not have it. We don't know. He might not have it, but guess fucking what? <laughs> yeah. He he still does. <laughs> it's way better. It's way better than the Razor Crest, or should oh, we say should, no. the Razor no, Crater. No, no, no. Because no one, no Jawas can steal the slave one. No Jawas can steal the slave one. 
when that happened, I'm sorry, I almost fell out of my chair. I started laughing when that thing got turned to dust. <laughs> oh, screw you guys. I, I, I was like, I was like, oh hell yeah! It's about time. I'm like, shit, man. They Dude, need I to was... make a Lego. They need to make a Lego set out of that. Just the thing going right like to a, that, like a exploded. fucking crater, right? Yeah, like it exploded. No, like like having th- something come down and then you can see the razor crest just explode completely. Like you can have like a button, like back in the day when we did, and it just would explode your toys. That's what you should do with the Razor Crest or something like make a special edition exploding razor. Uh, there's already memes of like, oh man, the new ra- uh, new Razor Crest Lego got announced and it's just like four pieces on the floor. So I've seen plenty of memes already. Right, I didn't see any other pieces. You know, I want the legitimate toy. I was I was genuinely the, the, the only pe- the only piece that hit. I saw was the the, the the damn little little ball for the the little switch thing. So yeah, yeah. So I, I was dude, I was genuinely but when that thing got aerialed. Cause like man, like I said, yeah. every time his ship gets damaged, I get like I cringe a little because it hurts, you know. It's like Is a that character. your all-time favorite ship or something? No, it's not. It's just like the ships become a character of. Oh, it has to be Slave One, but he didn't even have faith that it would show up. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to mention it. So the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar for 2020, which I didn't get yet. Now I'm like scrambling to find one. Um, on today, December 5th, as of this recording. So this chapter aired yesterday, uh, December 4th. Uh, as of today, the, the Lego piece or the Lego like mini build is actually the Razor Crest. And it was trending on Twitter because everyone was opening their Lego Star Wars advent calendar and they were opening day five and it's the, it's the Razor Crest. And Too soon, man. a lot of people are wondering yeah. like, did they plan this or is it just one of those like, coincidental like accident. they planned it guys uh, they, didn't, they, didn't, they, they didn't. fucking oh. planned it no they didn't kuya get your head out of your ass they didn't <laughs> well they yeah. planned I all mean, that come on it's marketing there, there's no way disney I'm like, oh, no. but would be excellent if this episode like the fucking razor crest explodes and then like a day later we we, we open it up and it's the razor crest oh it'll give so much nostalgia and tweets and all that shit they mm. can build no. it in pieces and Mike is absolutely 100% correct because of you, Slave 1. You just open it up and dump it out on the ground, and then the, the, you're done. You don't even have to you're build it. So there, there's no pieces to do it to fucking <laughs> So, yeah. Um, and then the actual <laughs> – so Hasbro uh, actually had this uh, – they have this thing called HasLab, which is pretty much like a, a Kickstarter for, like, their, more, their larger, more expensive collectibles. And they did have one for the Razor Crest. It was three hundred and fifty dollars, and it was hu- it's really huge. Like it looks really cool. I unfortunately missed out on it, but now I'm hoping that people will kind of be like, eh, I don't want it anymore, so they're just gonna sell it for retail. So mm. and they're not even gonna flip it. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. that's good for us, huh? That's good for yeah, us. Yeah, hopefully we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah. As far as the Razor Crest, he could get a, a, a Razor Crest two, you know, and. Uh, Though I, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. why they would build the same exact thing. They they might they might modify it a little a little bit. Yeah, if know, I'm they, being honest, like as much as it hurt to see the Razor Crest go down, I think it's kind of cool that he might get a new one, like a new ship altogether. And then it, it's it's just character progression for me. So like I like that. You know, yeah, like, I like, a, a I fucking like, ship I has like, character. What the hell? <laughs> no, I know I like the I like I know what he's talking about because I like the fact that it did get destroyed. It's good because now his character does have to progress because he can't rely on the Razor Crest anymore. Oh. He has to. Well, not has- not only that. Yeah, you're right. Not only that though, but like it shows that the Empire is like a real threat right now. 
yeah. especially to him. You right. know what I mean? It's not like some cakewalk. He can just walk all over him. Oh, uh, can I get a ride? My car just went. <laughs> <laughs> My Suzuki 95 uh, just wait, wait, wait. another dump. I, uh, I got to get a new Uber. one. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he pretty much Ubered with Boba Fett. Yeah, so, he's got the best. He got the best Uber driver in the galaxy now. Yeah, so seven minutes in, um, you see, you hear it first, and then yep. you see it, motherfucking slave one across, yep. entering the atmosphere, and I was like, fucking right again, <laughs> yeah. dude. When I heard it, I was like, oh, I was like, it's coming for sure. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, there's no reason for them why they wouldn't use it, because people yeah. know they they know that all the hardcore fans are like slave one slave one slave one and of course right. when they when they showed it you know it was it was it was pretty much telling you like here we go this is what you were waiting for since chapter nine so now we ha- finally have something and of course as mando yep. sees that happening he's getting ready he's trying to he looks back at the kid he looks back at grogu who is now in his force time he's like straight up like doing this and he's like, he was, oh, he was doing the avatar state. He was just like, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. No, oh, Mike. Can I, can yeah. I say what was cool too? Cause like, we're, we're so used to seeing um, what's going on inside of like Yoda's head or uh, Grogu's head, you know? So it's kind of cool to see everything from Mando's perspective. If he has like no idea what the hell's going on, you know, like he's trying, trying to get the kid out of it and it keeps pushing him back. And it's just, you know, like I, I already knew that he probably wouldn't be able to get to him. And like when the butterflies show up around Grogu, I'm like, oh, it's he's gonna probably start doing it now, you know. Um, so I like that we're not seeing it in the perspective of Grogu, like we're only seeing it from an outsider's perspective. And then, um, with just the fact of like it's still very much a mystery, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then Mando tries to get him, but of course that that force, uh, force time tube whatever is so powerful call? that he bounces off of it um yeah. and he can't get yeah, to the kid yeah yeah so and it's pretty uh, even, cool. even best card didn't didn't get get through it right no it's all these mandalorian nerds i'm like oh my god like he has best car he could have gotten in well he's what? best car oh he couldn't have <laughs> well he's best car i mean, no. well, just make an argument where there are none yeah <laughs> I, I mean i thank you for trying but no no <laughs> And then don't worry, don't worry. Mando don't worry. just tells the kid, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to protect you." And as he looks over with his scope or with his um, viewfinder, he sees uh, there's a heat signature walking out of Slave One, and we already know who that is. And as yeah. he as he starts making his way down, uh, shots are fired, which I thought was coming from Boba Fett himself. But then we later, and then they have a discussion. Boba Fett telling him, "I want, I want the armor." And Mando thinks like over you can peel this off over my dead body. But yeah. Boba's like, I don't want your armor. Like, fuck you. I want mine. I want yeah. mine. Like, not not your armor, douche. Not the little, not the yeah. new shiny one. I want the old decrepit one. Yeah. Give me that. Bring back my armor. Man. I gotta say cool. to Mor- Morrison, dude, is like he did really good this this episode, man. He did, but the co- he looked like he it kind of looked like he was cosplaying because like he kind of looked like me he looked like he had one too many bean pies right <laughs> so it was cool to see, it was cool it was cool to see a fat boy like doing moves and like busting people up like he had that crowbar like he was smack his, his Star Wars crowbar he was bashing people in and impaling stormtroopers with 
So it was cool to see, you know, a butterball moving. It I don't know if it's a butterball, dude. Well, well, there's a shot with his with his, with his tummy. Yeah, there's a, a shot with his gut out, buddy. Yeah, I, oh, I, I thought I thought that was his robes, dude. His robes. Yeah, robes my ass. Well, either way, it's pretty fucking okay. cool. Like, because I mean, uh, it's, I, yeah, it's I guess cool, I guess right? living, cool. you know, I guess living inside the fucking uh, sarlacc, you know. Oh. Has his privileges, huh? Like, so oh, he, yeah. he went from Boba Fit to Boba Thick. Oh, no, yeah. Boba, Boba Fat. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, that that weapon that he had was from the Tuscan Raiders, of course. That's Fantastic called a, a, a Gadurfi stick. Okay. Yeah, the, that's, that's the one that cool, clean, the, it, cleans the, it cleans the Bantha teeth, right, or some some shit like that. Yeah, like, well, it cleans some stormtrooper teeth too. So. <laughs> Probably the first time we've seen smashed armor. If I'm if I'm uh the 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 armor busted up some some smashed armor from uh her fight in chapter eight. <coughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The the whatchamacallit? The the armor. The armor. Yeah, no, right, but right. like oh, yeah. it was never to this extent. Like we never saw the the busted aftermath. I mean, he was like tearing them up pretty bad. Right. Which you know? yeah. by the way reminds me to their conversation. What does Boba Fett say to, to Mandalorian? I've been tracking you. And I'm like, oh, we can't, again, ding, number two. <laughs> ding, number two. And then number yeah. three, we see Boba Fett fight as a badass and earn his armor back. So, oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, more you know, speculations like at the, the end of this. This, this was this, like when, when, I, when, I, when I saw that part, Mike, when I saw that part, I, yeah. I was just like, finally, like the fucking fans can, can say that he, he did something badass. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like you know, he he finally de- like destroyed the whole squad with with nothing but like a like a, a little handgun, and then like you know with with the the little stick and all that stuff. And I was just like, oh, that's cool, right? Like, uh, fighting, you know, he's he's actually fighting, you know, fighting and destroying these these folks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but before, like when when they were saying, oh, he was such a badass back in you know the greatest bounty start. hunter ever, and I'm just like. Where? Where's the proof? Now, now here's the proof. So I'm like, okay. The proof he got Han Solo, dude. Oh my god. No, he did not. Discussion? No, he did not. He tracked Han Solo to Cloud City. Who fucking captured him? Darth motherfucking Vader. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. I'm yeah. giving. I'm giving your boy props. Yeah, but yeah. it's like the front hand, back hand kind of thing. Like, oh, no, it's, it's not so great, but you suck, dude. You know no, what I mean? Like, that's I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, this is it's or about time. It's bad. about time that we can actually see something visual, some, some like visual proof that that Boba true, Fett yeah. was a badass. Visual yeah. confirmation. Like, you yeah, know, true, like, yeah. when people are saying, like, oh my god, he captured all these people. I didn't see it. No, we saw him capture Han Solo. That's all we saw. We had that. I saw him track um, Han Solo. The only per- the you person you saw him that- get Han Solo too. Oh, uh, the only uh, the only thing I saw him with Han Solo was Han Solo tripping over and fucking like launching him into the side <laughs> of uh, Jabba, Jabba the Hutt's uh, ship. That's why I tweeted. I tweeted this badass right here. You know the right? Yeah, I was oh, laughing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was laughing when I saw that, Mike. When, when I saw that, I was laughing my ass <laughs> off, dude. I was just like, "Yep, here, here, here comes Jester. He's gonna be like fucking like oh." I, I, uh, I should have tagged him. Boba Fett oh, and oh, will be walking oh, to work tomorrow. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. oh my god, hey, Boba Fett. Oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, I got but like, like right uh, now. I got like 15, what... re- I got 15 retweets and 182 likes on that. Yeah, dude. Oh, nice. fuck, like, I... yeah. 
it's funny. It's it's funny for me, like to to, to see that, and and I, I applaud. Like again, Boba Fett kicked some ass, and and I got to give props. About time. And about we time. do we do get to see the return of Fennec Shan, who was apparently saved by Boba, Boba Fett. Yeah. That and was she cool. reveals like she's uh in his service now because he saved her life. So I guess you can say it's a, pretty much a life debt. You know, without him, she wouldn't even mm-hmm. be there. And yeah. he, he knows he uses her wisely because she's his sharpshooter on the ledge and she's aiming at Grogu, you know, um, and before they have, you know, they were when Boba was talking to Mando. And then, of course, before you know it, we've got uh, an Imperial dropship that arrives and uh, out comes a, a bunch of stormtroopers. Mando rushes back to the temple to get Grogu and then um, Fennec and Boba get ready to fight. And so yeah. Yeah, after leaving his jetpack there, dude, like that bothered me the whole time. I'm like, pick up your jetpack. Oh my gosh, dude, please pick it back up. Right. And we never saw him get it. Oh my gosh. We never right. saw Which him. Is, yeah. Um, I, I did forget also when the first time I watched it, uh, when he's trying to race back to the temple, uh, back to Grogu as the dark troopers are descending. I was, I was like, like, where the hell is the jetpack? Use your jetpack. <laughs> but then I remembered, like, oh, he dropped, he put it down because Boba yeah. told him to put it down. So See? that's a chasm. Another reason to hate Boba Fett. Oh, screw you, dude. If Boba Fett didn't tell him to fucking like, drop the jetpack, Grogu would have been with, with the Mando. I'm just saying. Mike, can you confirm? You, you have a point. You have a point. Can you confirm? Yeah, thank but you. You have like it. They were gonna have a discussion about his armor, and you know Mando wasn't giving it up. So like, in order to do that, they put down anything that can can cause like conflict. No, no, I understand what you're trying you know? to say, but again, if if it wasn't for Boba Fett saying that shit, and you know, Grogu had still been with with, yeah, uh, with know, Mando, and he's not a dick. He's gonna he's actually helping him now. So like, they're teaming up to go get him. It's uh, it's uh, Grogu's or it's a uh, Boba Fett's um, uh, what you call it, uh. Prince uh, Zuko moment, uh, the hero's redemption. Well, I don't I know. like I it. Mean, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. So that's the cool thing about what I've seen from his character so far is like he was willing to instead of just steal it, stealing it out of Mando's ship and leaving, he was willing to like make a deal and mm-hmm. talk to him about it, and then to see him like turn the switch and just absolutely slaughter stormtroopers. You know what I mean? And then come back and then be like, hey, like, you know, the deal's not done, so I'm going to help you get the kid back. Right. And to see that, like, Mandalorian honor that Mando's been doing the whole time, it's cool to see that Boba's on the same page. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. And then, of course, Fennec Shan, we get to see her be a badass. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, didn't, we didn't see much Ooh. of her we didn't see much of her in the first uh, in the first season. I mean, we saw we saw her, but you know, not, not, not like as this. much action as much yeah. as this. This was awesome. Wait, this did, was does she have another? Awesome. Does she have another gun other than the sniper rifle? Or not that I saw. Is it just the rifle? Yeah, I think it seems it's like just it was the just the rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. It was just the rifle. Was it was what it, I'll tell you. She was a badass with it because she's just. Psh, psh, psh. I'm like, man. Yeah, that she was, was like some Call of Duty that was like yeah. some Call of Duty shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was, that was <laughs> a plus in accuracy school for for Sarah. You know, like oh my gosh, couldn't believe it. She did some crazy moves too. I love that she got her martial arts in there too. Heaving her yeah, helmet yeah. at those guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That was cool. laughs> uh, I loved it, man. It was so much fun. 
like yeah. for me, the highlight is that again, Boba doing that stick, the stick work with the with that uh, the bantha or like you know the the what do you call it again? Gadurfi. Gadurfi. Yeah. That that was amazing. I was just like it, it like um, it tomorrow Morrison is a uh, is Maori, right? Yeah. So so they they did some sort of like Maori type of martial arts, like you know, yeah. and like with uh, the stick, because like uh in in the Maori tradition they have like long sticks like that, and they oh, okay. do like staff work. So okay. it's kind of so cool, I'll... like what what they they did kind uh, of kind of like a uh like a. Or like a homage to to that particular martial art, which is kind of cool, and I yeah. and I, I liked it because like he he looked like a fucking Maori warrior, you know. Uh, so I, was... I would also like to give props to those stunt guys that were having to perform those stunts in those clunky suits, because man, they sold it, like they did a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's pretty cool. Also, when um, Boba mentions when Mando asked him like, "Where did you get the armor?" and then "Who are you?" Boba says, like, it's pretty much a nod to Django's line in Attack of the Clones. Uh, I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. So that was a really cool nod to Django Fett. And then, um, of well, course, he said the same line. No, he well, said, uh, in the movie, he said it, he said it, right? In, the, in so. the movie, he said universe, not galaxy. Yeah, not galaxy. So they just changed it just a little bit for, for, for fans like Jester to wet his pants. So, <laughs> And but uh, again, for me, it, that was still really cool because Attack of the Clones. One of the coolest parts of the Attack of the Clones is Jango Fett. You got yeah. Boba Fett there, who was a kid. But you know, even then, a lot of fans when um, when they did Attack of the Clones, and then a lot of fans found out Boba Fett was just a kid. They were like, "Why are they doing like fucking Anakin? Like you know, like in Episode One?" But they were like, "No, you you got to see what George Lucas is trying to do and what he's trying to do with the story." You know yeah. and Django Fett to, in that movie is still one of the standouts in that film. Um, and so to have that, you know, and to have, again, Tamara Morrison also play the clones in episode three, and then now, of course, come back as Boba Fett. Um, it would have been really cool. We were hoping, and I'm sure he was hoping, Daniel Logan, who played young Boba Fett, is now in his, uh, in his 30s. He was hope I'm sure he was waiting for that call to play Boba Fett in an older you know but unfortunately that you know that, that didn't happen here but you uh, i guess you can say ne uh, never say never because you, you never know if they're going to do a flashback or something to where they're going to need uh, a younger but he did appear in the clone wars as a voice for boba fett um he'll, he'll come back I, I think yeah he'll come back. never say never unless you're jester and then you're always saying never yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying never what are you talking about mm. so of course, um, yeah, as the fighting ensues, we get another drop ship that lands with more stormtroopers, and they're just making quick work of them. Mando gets back and tries to help uh, Fennec Shan. And then, of course, Boba sees the Razor Crest is open. He makes his way, and we already know he knows his armor is in there. And yeah, before you know it, uh, he comes to help. He comes to pretty much save Mando and Fennec, who are now getting overrun with stormtroopers. And Boba in in all his full armored glory, again, like it's great to see him without the armor and get action and like make work and like really show you like why this legendary like you know character is legendary. So finally, they they get to answer that question. And uh, yeah, 
settle arguments and, and, and discussions too. Because now, yeah, from this point on, yeah. you can now, you know. Um, yeah, because they drug his bag of bones ass out for a reason. So he must, he, he had to have, ha he has to have had some fan base somewhere. Because if, if he was just some bum in Star Wars that no one cared about, they wouldn't have brought him back. Right. Right. And Lucasfilm knows the, the power of um, the fandom as far as, especially with, with, uh, with Boba Fett. Um, he's got a huge following and it's mostly because of, it's because of that armor that really attracted a lot of uh, people. It looks cool. He was mysterious. He didn't say much. He, he, he just said a little, well, did a little as well. But then, you know, aside from just seeing him fire blaster shots at Luke and Empire and then telling, you know, uh, Bespin guards, put Captain Solo in the cargo hold, you know? Oh like, my God, he captured him. Oh my God. <laughs> and then in Jedi, you do we do get some action, but again, it's cut short. Um, so I guess I don't Wait, know. What, now. What, do you, what do you mean cut short in Return of the Jedi? <laughs> well, I mean he gets launched. I mean, see now, but now I'm thinking, wouldn't it be so awesome if? Well, we know that Boba is going to help Mando retrieve the child back. Yeah. But let's go back to that Force time of of uh, Grogu. Who is he connecting with? Which Jedi is he connecting with for that long? And that, Luke. you know, that's a, that's a pretty good amount of time. So it's Luke. It's I'm, Luke. I'm hoping it's Luke. I'm really hoping it's Luke. Too, Everyone's yeah. saying like, yeah. oh, Kyle Katarn or this character yeah. from the video game or that it's character either, for the video game. It's you either know? Luke or uh, possibly Yoda, yeah? Oh, Yoda's still part of this? Nope. Or, or either, did Yoda disappear already? Yoda, nope. Yoda is in Dagobah. He's hiding in Dagobah. Oh, no, no, he disappeared. That's right. He's dead. No, he disappeared already. He's dead. He's dead. Right, right, right. He's dead. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, it's either one of my, it's either, it's either Luke or Jar Jar Binks. I'm telling you right now. And, oh, and that's the thing. There's no reason why Jar Jar Binks couldn't show up. Exactly. So, because, because why the hell not? No. Exactly. Right. You, you don't know what happened after Phantom Menace. He could have become a Jedi Knight. You, so you technically, know. as far as Jar Jar Binks in canon, this is, this is Disney canon. They pretty much made him a jester character on the boot. <laughs> That's the canon. Was, it, was he wearing a mask oh, really? or something? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Maybe. I, knew, I don't know. I <laughs> but that's that's the canon. That's Disney canon, unfortunately. Interesting. But they uh, like what it, isn't he a senator? Wasn't he a senator? He was. He was. And now reduced to that. It's kind of it's kind of a shame. Because um yeah, they did jester. some good episodes of him in Clone Wars as well. Yeah. Which I thought was really, really. cool. Yeah, too, yeah. This morning I put on the Phantom Menace for breakfast and my kids were like watching and they were like into yeah, the yeah. and into the action, into the pod racing, everything. You know, so yeah, yeah. um I was, yeah, I was so, too, man. Yeah, I was too. I do want to go back to yeah, so if it if it indeed is Luke Skywalker that shows up, wouldn't it be cool to see Boba Fett? Square off against Luke Skywalker again. Hell yeah! And maybe this time, I don't know. Get his head chopped off. Well, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have uh, some some blind guy bumping into his jetpack this time. So, unless they do that again, I don't know. I mean, that'd be kind of messed up. <laughs> he gets like a square shot on on Luke down the hallway, and then he gets bumped by Mando's. You know. Oh no! Whoops, sorry. <laughs> oh, from 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 behind again, right? Because yeah. like he was about he was about to shoot uh, an honorable Jedi from behind. Yeah. 
Oh, oh my gosh, dude. You're trying. You're poking at me, dude. You're poking at me. I ain't poking like, shit. I'm giving you props, you're... bro. No, you're not. You're your hero me, is kicking. Uh, your hero poking. kicked ass this this episode. It was yep. amazing. Yeah, I'm in an abusive relationship right now. You, you, you're <laughs> like, yeah, he's great, man. And then you poke at me with some like some joke. Oh, what some are you slam. talking about? So I, I'm curious. I, I don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand. So Jester, I'm curious. What did the misses say about Boba Fett about that episode? Oh, she was louder than I was when we were watching it, man. She uh, she was screaming. She thought it was great. She loved every minute of it. As soon as she saw the Slave 1, she's like, oh, man, finally, finally he's coming back. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. I Like I said, it was a whirlwind of emotions because uh, she was quite vocal when the Razor Crest went down and when uh, when Boba got his armor. So it was it was just so much fun. We had a lot of fun watching this episode. It was nice. nice. He did get his badass shot, by the way, when he fires his rocket at the because um when he fires his rockets from his knee, like his knee rockets. Yeah. His puts his knee up yeah. and then he fires it. The other troopers are like scared and they just like run away. It's like they okay, fail, yeah. Some <laughs> empire you guys are like for to run away. Oh like, yeah. Like Storm, um, stormtroopers are lambs led to the slaughter, dude. They 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 got wrecked. I mean, even their sergeant was like a prick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, so we're under fire it's like oh go flank him you idiot and then he just dies <laughs> <That's what laughs> he and then they get crushed by the boulder that fennec shan kicks off yeah because that was yeah. perfect that that um that rail gun like loosened up the rocks and the boulders so fennec yeah. just, like started pushing it and she got enough uh, of a of a nudge in there to roll it down the hill which even my wife might I say like caught it before I did. As soon as it hit the rock, my wife's like, "Come on, push it, girl, push it with your feet." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then sure enough, she you know she pushes it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, then, that's smart." All right. Yeah, when he fires his rocket at that landing ship, uh, it hits the one land because they're both ta- they both take off and they're pretty close to each other. When it hits, when the one landing ship blows up, sure enough, it crashes into the other one, and then you yeah. get that you get that badass shot. It almost reminds me of an iron of uh, that. Iron Man shot from the first Iron Man movie when he uh, goes into battle the first time and he fires that wrist rocket at the uh, at the tank. So yeah, yeah, and you see you get a slow mo shot and then he turns around and you get a nice shot of him there. So it was well done and like the fact that Robert Rodriguez directed this, it's like once the action yeah. goes, it keeps going. Yeah, like it's 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 indicative of robert rodriguez especially like short bursts like this his short burst films are just like non-stop they don't stop until the last frame yeah so this was very robert rodriguez and i liked it it was good he did a oh. he did a fantastic job there's a couple of the shots that kind of take me out of it with his um is it his stylized CGI or is it just the way? Yeah, because that boulder shot took me out. Yeah, so the boulder yeah, shot it, took me it out. It was it was the, hokey. Like it was like after yeah. she kicked it down when it was rolling down the hill. I'm like, uh, yeah, like that's the so noticeable. The grenade it was terrible. The grenade drop. The the rock yeah. rolling down, and then the scene where the troopers are running away and the guy like jumps into the back of, or and jumps into the transport. It looks wonky and like that's the one thing I don't like about Rodriguez's work is that like I know he does it on purpose because it's like a stylized uh, form of you know cinematography, but for me it takes me out of the intensity and the action. Um, well, that's newer Rodriguez because older Rodriguez movies weren't like that. 
Like that's that shit he got from like predators and stuff. Yep. Oh really? So, I, I thought it was. Yeah, like, because like, when you I look at like El Mariachi and stuff like that, those shots aren't in there like that. Okay. He doesn't use. I mean, there wasn't heavy CGI during that time, so he couldn't use it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we're that's talking about an indie '90s direct, early '90s director. So he could, there wasn't shots like that then. So this gotcha. is newer Robert Rodriguez shit. Okay. So that's that's my one like, like it made me like. That was one. That was I. I, I see. I know where you're coming from because yeah. it's my one critique of the of the episode too. I was like, it really took me out too. I was like, uh, yeah. So I don't like that. Yeah. But yeah. he uh, he did he won me back over with with Boba's. Uh, beating the crap out of those guys so he made sure that those weren't like stylized cgi that's for sure like, yeah it looked pretty real to me that felt like old robert rodriguez stuff okay yeah gotcha. this it felt like you know from dust till dawn mm. el mariachi you know mm, desperado yeah. that stuff felt like desperado of those movies those older movies that he did where he took the shots and put craft in them gotcha or yeah. the cgi crate that then like i said we're talking these were during a time before the CGI craze. Like that had his old style to it, and it felt good. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the only time that uh, the one of the shots that looked like that really took me out is the last stormtrooper that gets crushed by the boulder, like yep. right in front. Yeah, That's the only one yeah. Looked, to me, it's the only one that looked a little off, and then everything else was totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, then of course, yeah, we uh, we get. Before we know it, we see the um, Razor Crest get blown up with a shot from. Wait, what? What happened? What's the name of that Star Destroyer? I can't remember the name of the Star Destroyer. It's a light cruiser, right? Yeah, it's a light oh, cruiser. Yeah, yeah, it's, right. a... it's not a Star Destroyer. That's right. That's it's right. A light cruiser. If Moff Gideon's ride. Let's just right. name it like that. What bums me out about the Razor Crest going down too is he lost his rifle in that. Oh, that's right. He, that bums me out, dude. But the best car spear survived. Yeah, the because best car yeah. survived, so, you know. Yeah. We know that's going to And the damn ball, the gear well, shit knob. He, yeah. he doesn't need to be a sniper anymore because, like, what's Fennec is going to be there, so that's all. There you go. Yeah, no, you're yep. right. Yeah, you're right. But the fact that that thing could disintegrate people, I mean, come on. That's so cool. <laughs> that's yep. so cool. Yeah. And then, of course, we get that uh, they have the dark troopers deploy. I want one of those, man. Oh, yeah. Or you know it. All like, four those of them were cool. Yeah. They're pretty much like sentry, sentry like droids. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And of course, Mando is making his way up, up the, um, you know, Boba's, uh, Boba's getting hit, uh, slave one. Fennec tells him to, and I'm like, she's in debt to him. But then the way she tells him, it's like, oh, you're the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. They they work very much as a team. It, it seems like they're like partners now rather than like one's overlording the other. It, se- right, it seemed right. like that to me. Right. Which so. actually makes sense because it's oh, yeah. not like, yeah, yeah. That, that's hey, I, I don't mind being under Fennec though. So. <laughs> Same. Uh, there you go. Pinhead, the way, what do you think? What are your uh, thoughts, Pinhead? I thought it was a really good episode. Like I said, the the touches that Robert Rodriguez put in this episode the throwbacks and nods to his older movies, weaving it into the Star Wars universe was really fun. Seeing her, like, she's awesome, man. I love Ming Not Like, Chun-Li, everything she's done is awesome, and this just continues the trend of what she's done being awesome. Um, it's It was a really good episode, you know? Seeing Gor- Gorgoroth 
aka Gorgu or what, you know, do, using his powers and like really getting an idea of what he can do. And I did like, we kind of glossed over it, which is fine. I did like that at the beginning where he was, you know, having him do it again with the ball. And like Thanks he got sir. all excited when he find when he did it, and I was like, that was a nice little touch. Right. And he sir. got all scared because he wasn't he, like he never saw that kind of emotion out of him before. So it, it was it was a good episode all around. I liked it. Yeah. It yeah Mando, yeah, Mando looked like a proud papa, like when when he did it, right? And I have to say, like I said, one of my favorite parts: the Razor Crest getting blown to smithereens. I I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> hey, buddy. It's got to happen because it yeah. really had to happen. It needed it to happen because it's going to make him rely more on that Mandalorian training, you know, because now he doesn't have that giant handicap. I mean. It just takes away his invincibility. I'm not saying that it was a crutch. I'm just saying it was a big part of his arsenal that he no longer has. Right. Now he's got to figure out, okay, now, now he's got to think on his feet. Now he's got to yeah. think on his feet, and that's what he was. That's what he's doing. Yep, no, right. it's, it's good. It's good character development for sure. I, I like yeah. it. So the the dark uh, the dark troopers are they're they're not like they're expanded universe, correct? Or or are they yeah. so they're from a video game, and here's oh, a video game. Okay. Yeah, so here's the thing too is that they look more like Phase Two dark troopers, um, like the Phase One models in the games were like really like exposed wires and stuff like that but even this like model that we saw in the show doesn't really look like the video games phase two version so i'm i'm i don't know if they're going to be pulling a whole lot from that video game other than just maybe the name and like the idea that like they were they were droids and then i think when they hit phase three is when they get i could be totally wrong i could be talking out of my butt but i think when they hit phase three they get the midichlorian force powers infused with their circuitry and then they're like force wielding droids i think that's um, crazy yeah that's when they get phase okay. 3 so these guys look like they're phase 2 right now okay so yeah yeah i think it's i think it's the dark forces video game right mike yeah 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 and then i do want to mention yeah pinhead mentioned it yeah at the beginning um mando is trying the the force uh, again with um with grogu and the fact that when he says grogu and then you know he gets his attention like he yeah. laughs because he's like happy and it's like it's amusing because ever since you know uh he's met this kid he just calls him kid or like yeah. a child never never by his name but the fact that now he knows his name like adds another layer of like that relationship so that's pretty cool and Rip then, it away uh, from you huh <laughs> to rip it away from you yeah, yeah. pretty much <laughs> yeah. And, and the title of the chapter the tragedy yeah so, no, yeah I... we get the dark troopers they get deployed and they they do quick work um they pretty much arrive there i thought we were gonna get some action but perhaps that's gonna be in the next two chapters uh mm. down the uh in a few weeks so I yeah so. one of them gets a hold of grogu and he's too tired to even because he just had that intense force, uh, force time communication with whoever, Luke Skywalker, hopefully. <laughs> uh, he, he might have been talking to, to Yoda's force ghost. We never know. 
he could too, but then or Yad uh, or Yaddle, right? Well, technically Yaddle died uh, between really? episode one and two. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Did she? Yeah. So that's why oh. last week. So going back to last week's chapter, the Jedi. A lot of fans, when Ahsoka said, "I've only one, known one, uh, oh, one other character, okay, okay. or like you know, of this species," and he was named Yoda. By the way, which is uh, when she says Yoda, you hear Yoda's theme in the background, and it's mm. just beautifully like mixes well with the score. So that's Ludwig Göransson again making making his magic. Um, but yeah, uh, that's why she only says Yoda. Ahsoka only knows of Yoda. Because by the time she joined the Jedi, it was during the Clone Wars. So that was after episode two. So Yaddle was already gone at that yeah. time. I but see. there are memes out there and saying of you know Yaddle saying like, y'all forgot about me. <laughs> like, but in the <laughs> canon, she's gone. So yeah, you know. Uh yeah. And then as soon as they get uh Grogu, of course, uh Boba's already in a slave one. And he's ready to attack, but Fennec tells him, like, stand down because Mando doesn't want the kid to get hurt. Uh, and the fact that, you know, you've got, um, you've got, well, technically, Boba could have shot at least three of those droids down of the Dark Troopers and just left yeah. the one. But, you know, again, Mando could have even run to get his jetpack and tried something, but, you know, we're going to save it Dude, for the next two chapters. Right, but, you know, if he even has it anymore, I feel like he left it there. Like, I was like, man, what's going on? Why'd you, you know, because he didn't have it on in the next scene, which we'll get to right, later. Right. But yeah, I was like, dude, did you just he'll, leave he'll it? He'll magically have it on, dude. There's no way they're going to just yeah, leave Yeah, that'd the, be the pretty irresponsible to leave your jet. Yes. It's like a Jedi leaving the lightsaber. <laughs> like, Very yeah, true. Yeah, 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 for sure. So what? we'll see. Or Boba could have spares because, you know, he got the stash <laughs> from daddy. So he got his stuff there. So who knows? But, but it's not an upgraded uh, jetpack like, you know, the one that, uh, you know, the, right. the Mando had, right? So, That's true. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, yeah, we get to uh, before uh, when Boba finally gets in the Slave One, he, he tries to follow the, the uh, dark troopers above the atmosphere. He's surprised to see that light cruiser and he says, you know, they're back the empire and he thought you know they were gone but of course not so yeah and then he even says okay i'll do a loose follow so which is what he's been doing the whole time <laughs> boba in his loose follow so oh, I let me lose fo- let me loose follow but like I, people can still see me and shit dude i'm like <laughs> i know like, that's what my like thing the, was the, the, the like, fucking the the, the like the light dude. the light cruiser would have been like oh let me get, oh there's something following the dark you know the dark troopers. Let me just blast that motherfucker out. Yeah, I'm surprised the light cruiser didn't fire on Slave One, or they didn't. Yeah, they'd like, they be like, "That was my issue." Like you were right, you were riding right up its ass, and you didn't even get fired upon. I was like, "Yeah, okay." Oh, uh, the dude, the fanboys would have been like going ballistic crazy. No, I mean, why but, would you waste your time though? Because they, they they didn't kill um Finnick either. They said that they said, "Put down your weapon. We're not wait. You know, we don't want you. We want the kid." Like they could have, you know, wasted her. Uh, they're yeah. not they were only after mando and the kid they, they, they were just trying to get mando I, out of the way i, to get, I get that but the fact of the matter is he, he was right up their ass and you're gonna tell me that there was no no resistance whatsoever i mean i guess they, they didn't a, they didn't see the puny ship as a threat. I, yeah i was gonna right, say yeah, it, it must be just like pathetic peasant be gone yeah. with me and well, then yeah, that, that's when they went right into light speed, you know? Yeah, they just right. let, me, let, let me let me read this uh, slave one. 
the fuck is Slave One? And then just like light speed, pew. Yeah. And so, yeah, when oh, they disappear, man. and then we see uh, Slave One, of course, and then we see Slave One, of course, land in, um, uh, in the crater. In the crater. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, Navarro. Navarro. Oh, oh okay, okay. Navarro. I, th- I thought course, it landed on the crater. I'm like, you've got Mando talking to Cara Dune, who is the now marshal. a marshal of the New Republic. Um, and she, he's trying to get some information. So we're, we're pretty much seeing the Avengers team of the Mandalorian <laughs> assembling the bounty hunters and the fighters to like yeah. go, against, go against the Empire and Moff Gideon. He needs to call Bo-Katan, man. Get her in the race. So, I mean, so, yeah. so who's going to be, uh, who's going to be Agent Colson that's going to fucking uh, unite them together to, uh, Who who's going to sacrifice themselves? So, is it going to be, is it going to be Boba? Here's my, specula- here's my speculation. If okay. they go Uh-oh. with killing him at the, okay. So, if in case they go with killing Boba Fett in season two, he does okay. some sacrifice for the child to, save, to save the child, yeah, to save the child. Um, if he does that, you uh, we can easily have Fennec Shan take on the mantle and the armor of Boba Fett. She will okay. be the new Boba Fett, and then Slave One could go to easily could easily go to Manda, or it will stay with with her. Um, I only say that because I'm not sure. Like there, there in the comics, there was a character named Jodo Cast who got the same armor. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was Beskar, but he got the same. He got like pretty much the same armor and looked exactly like Boba Fett's armor. It was just much greener, green and yellow. And he was going around and saying, "I'm Boba Fett. I'm Boba Fett." And everyone was like shitting their <laughs> pants when when he would do that. But then of course Boba Fett heard this and he was like, "Fuck that shit! You, you can't be going around and saying I, my name." I'm Boba Fett. I'm fucking Boba Fett. So yeah, he he fought him or something like that. I can't remember if he killed him or what but um there's always been the speculation that or you know that it would be cool to see you know and even when this was even after attack of the clones people were saying like it would be cool fans were speculating it would be cool to see uh boba fett retain hit that mysterious like aura again or that mystery about him if someone were to take that role again or take that that mantle, the armor, and be Boba Fett, and be mysterious again, and it's like someone else. You think that's Boba Fett, like you know, but it's not the clone. It's not you know something like that. So that was one of the things that people were speculating on. I think it, it would be cool, and it's very Disney and very, you know, Lucasfilm to 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 change the gender of Boba Fett eventually. But that's just speculation. Who knows? Um, we all know the character is so big and so huge. They brought him back from the dead uh, for this. So, and there's rumors that he may get his own spinoff show. So, we shall have to wait and see what happens. Um, I kind of yeah. hope he doesn't get his own show. Honestly, I, I like. I think it's cool if he just has his time to shine in the show. And then, if they kill him off in a cool way, I think that'd be maybe after maybe after answering some interesting questions. I think that'd be cool. Like, right. How did you survive the Sarlacc pit? Well, like not only that, but like the dent, or you know, like just like little things like that. That as long as they don't force it into the story, then you know it, it seems natural. Then I think that'd be cool. I as much as like I would say, yeah, I want to show. 
I, I don't want to show, you know, I, I like that he's having his time. It's like Maul in Clone Wars. I like that he was in Clone Wars, but he didn't have his own show. You know what I mean? And he had his moments to do stuff to become of a really interesting character. Um, and I kind of hope they do that with this or with Boba in the show. And then they just, they leave it at that. But like knowing Disney, I, I don't think that's going to happen. So. Right. And I forgot to mention. Whatever makes him more money. That's pretty much what it yeah, is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I forgot to mention he, um, when he shows his chain code and he shows Mando um, with that, that pretty much that hologram that it's, it's been encoded to his, uh, to him ever since his father passed, passed it on to him. So of course we got fans to decipher the Mandalorian script uh, and the text. So it says um, it reads backwards. It says Fet Boba, father is Fet, and then mentor is Jast or Jaste. But I'm thinking it's like Jaster. 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 It's Jaster. Yeah, for Jaster Mareel. Mm-hmm. And then um, it says conquered dawn, the year that uh, the year the. Took into the founding, or they took into uh, took into the founding. So Django, it turns out, been confirmed was taken in as a fa- as a Mandalorian foundling, raised by the Mandalorians, and then and of course he fought in the Mandalorian Civil War. Right, and that's where which they by, gave him which by the way is a comic book. Like with that line right there that Boba said, they they like basically made a legend comic book into canon where Django's found as a, a kid by the death watch and then the death watch is in the middle of a civil war with you know re- regular mandalorians like Bo-Katan and um he's part of the death watch side but I guess Boba didn't follow through with that because he said he doesn't serve anybody right so. right so which is a big thing because now it is in the canon officially that Django Fett and Boba Fett are Mandalorian. Yeah. So yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Um lots of you know we thought each chapter so far has been great. The Jedi was awesome. And then now we get this. So there's two chapters left before we know it it's gonna be done we, for season two. We, we we're not even done with this uh show yet or this um episode yet, right? No, I, I, there's no. still stuff to talk about. Like we could talk about yeah, Bill yeah. Burr coming back, okay. right? Okay. And then of course, so um, Grogu using the Force on two stormtroopers, pretty much like slamming them against each other. And of course, we knew that uh, we find out that Moff Gideon is just doing that to wear him down. Uh, and of course, sure enough, he gets worn down that he can't even defend himself uh, against Moff Gideon or do anything. Um, Moff Gideon switches on his dark the dark saber, and you know we see that Grogu's trying to use the force to get it, and Moff Gideon tells him, "You're not ready for those things. Just you're not ready for this just yet." So like, oh, oh and then he, he did he did something prophetic, right? You know, like you might poke somebody's eye out with that, right? Ooh, can I say that the the dark saber looks really cool in live action in that shot? Oh yeah, it's nice to see it. It does look really awesome. Of course, the Empire has baby handcuffs. I mean, of yeah. course, those not those yeah, Nazi yeah. bastards would have it. Like, really, dude. And I'm wondering but, if those are for force sensitive 
being so that he couldn't use the force when he wakes up because he was yeah, maybe. out. he was just like he was out on that thing so oh, he got tased or whatever or yeah, stunned. Oh, yeah they, yeah, they stunned him yeah they stunned him yeah by the way so. i do i do want to mention um so dave filoni's wife on instagram she posted and she uh so this was just uh earlier today she said i finally watched this week's episode of mando and got mad about and cried about multiple things and then called Filone uh, to berate him about it for half an hour. What I'm saying is, it was great. So, yeah, it was. I We're so emotionally cool. attached to that little guy that seeing him get taken is kind of is really frustrating. <laughs> you know. So, like you know, I'm 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 gonna shoot my shot here, just like just like Mike was has been, has been doing the past uh, season and sp- spot on, Mike. <laughs> um. Remember, like when uh, Mando went to uh, Razor, uh, you know the Razor uh, Crater, and uh, he he was trying to like look for stuff, and then he saw the the little ball, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, you know, part of part of me is thinking like, you know, because like Moff Gideon was trying to get him to do evil things, right? So he's probably gonna do like some dark side type type of shit, and like the one thing to snap. Uh, uh, Grogu out of it was like using the have him use the the ball as a reminder of like who he was and all that shit. That'd be kind of cool, so like you know, like a Papa uh, Sun event type of thing. Right. I don't know. It yeah, was kind of cute. Right. So. Yeah, it definitely feels like they're hinting at you know if he he could easily be swayed to the dark side because he's still a kid when he's yeah. like making work of those two stormtroopers, and you know the fact that yeah when you if you kind of parallel the kid with Anakin in episode one, um, yeah. you know, and that's why they're saying like, he's too old, you know, even for Luke, Luke was way too old to begin training as a Jedi. But then yeah. you, um, he already lost uh, Aunt Ben and Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen, not Aunt Ben, Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen. So. He didn't. He didn't really physically have any other attachments aside from Ben Kenobi, who is now, of course, uh, Jedi Ghost. But and, then and he the had, hot, uh, the hot video of uh, you know his sister. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but then, yeah, the, that's the thing. And like Anakin had an attachment to his mom. He's starting to form an attachment to Padme, and then you have now Grogu, who's formed an attachment to Mando. You know which is like stronger than ever because for the longest time he was alone and, you know, he was by himself and that he, you've had this, he's, he's gone on this uh, adventure, this journey with Mando. So he has that attachment. So, and that's why Ahsoka said, like, um, there's a sense much fear in him because he has so much attachment for you. It's really dangerous when you have those attachments and then something happens, of course, it's easy. It's easier to be swayed and to fall into the dark side. So yeah, it'll be interesting what what we get in the next two chapters. Um, I do want to see Bo-Katan and you know everyone else. I, I want to see Ahsoka in there too. I don't know if we're gonna see Ahsoka uh, back, but who knows? Like and like I said, um, we got that Instagram post from one of the Mandos from that chapter with uh, Bo-Katan, and he was pretty much saying like it was great to work with. Uh, Great to work with Rosario Dawson. So again, again. So what does that mean? You know, uh, I'm, <laughs> thinking, I'm thinking it could hit. You know, something 
And we still have two chapters. Again, so much can happen in the last two chapters for the season. And hopefully okay. it may even be a, a, a lengthier, a longer running time. So, and yeah, we're getting Bill Burr back as um, what's Mayfeld. It? Mayfeld. So, Which I think is cool, man. I, I really liked his character in the last one. And I think it'll be an interesting episode, um, next episode of him getting him out of prison and, and seeing how well that goes, trying to find Gideon. And he was so mad too, like when we called him a stormtrooper. Oh yeah, he was so <laughs> mad. I was like, I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was great because he's an imperial sharpshooter, right? Like I yeah. don't even know what that means if he's not a stormtrooper. So I'm I'm curious. Let me see. I, let me see. Uh, he's a good shot, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, but he's not just be, a stormtrooper. It'll be interesting to see him up against uh, Finnick. You know what I mean? See if he can hold his own. Probably. So, um, yeah. So, any other, I'm excited to see him back. Any other last thoughts on Chapter 14, the tragedy? No, I mean, like for me, like to be to be honest, it was about time that uh, the the universe, you know, finally understood what the Boba Fett fans have, have been saying the past, you know, what 30, 40 years of how much of a badass he is. He actually showed it this uh, in twenty five minutes. I was like, yeah, he's a badass. That's cool. I'm looking forward to more badassery. So uh, props again to Robert Rodriguez. I, I wish that they, they, they had like some of the guns that he had in uh, in El Mariachi or Desperado. Yeah, so no, the, lie, but you can't but, win them all. Uh, dude, the, the, the cock gun was like, is, is the iconic thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, was like, I was hoping Boba Fett would be like, ah, pa, pa. <laughs> <laughs> So, by the way, this chapter was written by John Favreau. Yeah. So yeah. We, we know we know he's a huge fan of Boba Fett. So yeah, we know. Why, we know. Yeah, you get a lot of that Boba Fett action. <laughs> it's all uh, right. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was fun. As a as a self confessed and and you know like hater of Boba Fett, you know in in the mm-hmm. original trilogy. Like I'm glad that he's getting his uh, comeuppance in in this season. Like I, again, like I when when I saw him in uh, episode nine, right? Was it episode nine? The the first the first episode or the season? Chapter, chapter nine. nine. Yeah. Or chapter nine. I was like when I saw him, I'm like, yeah, like I can't wait to to see him. Like like he might be in action. That'd be kind of cool, right? Like we were like we were talking about it. Oh, he might he might do some some cool pew pew type of thing. And there you go. That's something I was right about in chapter five was when I heard the spur noises and the sound effects. I was like, ah, that's Boba Fett. Like I called it. So sure. uh, that's one thing I was right about. Hey, well, we didn't have a podcast <laughs> then for me to freaking say it on this. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hindsight is 2020. Let's uh, give him a little nibble. <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> Hindsight is always twenty. Of course, everyone you know, knew that. I was agreeing with you on that. Everyone knew that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. But uh, no, the other thing too I liked was that um, seeing the the force to have this like blue tint to it. Like, I remember that. Out of my mind goes instantly to um, the force unleashed. Like every time you would do like an ability, it would have that like blue hint around it, and I thought it was cool oh. to see like that color being used to. Yeah, you know, yeah. view the force you know what i mean i, I like that um it was cool it was, it was a great episode man and i so, you know, whirlwind of emotions for sure it had uh 
when I saw it was the shortest episode of the season so far, I was like, man, this one's going to be a bummer. You know, just how, how long it is. But like they got they got literally everything in there. I, they crammed everything in. Yeah, I mean, like seven minutes in, you see like the, the biggest spoiler ever. Like you fucking both in it. <laughs> yeah. Slave one, shit. Yeah, the slave one flying around. I love those shots too. Like when the when the ship's super far away, it feels um, it feels real. Like I'm seeing it. You know what I mean? And it's not like, I don't know. It's it's good camera work when they when they do things like that. But um, yeah, Robert did a uh, Robert Rodriguez did a really good job. I, I did like his his stuff. The the couple of stylized shots that take me out of it that's his style and i've never really liked that newer style that that pinhead was um informing me about um i do like his older stuff so i i I do remember seeing those and like seeing the comparisons in this um episode for sure um there's a few shots that he likes to use as as his signature shots and that was like uh, one of the big ones i remember was after he takes uh grogu for the for the ride and with the windows down and he lands he does that like pan like heroic shot, you know, where he comes from the one side to the other and then the character walks uh, on the opposite side. And that's like one of, to me, that's been like one of his most iconic shots that he likes to use, you know, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm excited for the next episode, them breaking out uh, uh, Mayfield from prison. I'm, I'm, su- I'm really excited to see Bill Burr again. I, I liked his character a lot in the last, I think it was chapter six season one because it was just um he he had his sense of humor like he he was playing himself a little bit but he was kind of like i don't know he, he played a good you could tell he was ex-imperial because he was just being a dick you know with uh with the kid and stuff but um so i'm excited to see him back i, I hope he helps out uh helps him break the kid out um seeing boba back man like what a treat and and then that way too i I uh, I can't uh, I can't I couldn't contain my excitement and my wife couldn't either so uh yeah man I could go on and on about this episode but it was a lot of fun um I'll I'll hand it off to Pinhead to hear his finishing thoughts well there's not much more to say I like I said I enjoyed the episode and I look forward to seeing what's coming on next so I'll hand yeah. it off to Mike. Yeah, what a visual treat to see Slave One. Because if it was another ship, we'd be like, what the fuck is that ship? <laughs> but of course, they're going to use visual references that you know that'll yeah. make you wet your pants before you even see the main course. So mm-hmm. it was brilliant. It was a well-done move. Um, I'm guessing on Monday, on Mando Mondays, this Monday we're mm-hmm. going to get the poster for Boba, hopefully for Fennec Shan as well. And then... Um, we're probably going to see some new merch because they can't resist. They're going to have some new Boba Fett merch finally. So I was waiting for them to release like a, a Cobb Vanth like action figure with Boba Fett's armor. So you can Man. be like, I'm Boba Fett, but not really. I'm Cobb Vanth. But with a cool Ooh. mug of, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they're probably going to announce that and maybe some new Slave One merch as well because... Yeah. People can't resist the Boba Fett. So, yeah, uh, it was a really great episode. Uh, I love that even if in a show that's called The Mandalorian, yeah, we get a lot of The Mandalorian in it. We get a lot of The Mandalorian lore. But it's it's great to see that John Favreau and Dave Filoni know Star Wars and basically know, it's, know it from its roots 
that they're not going to just uh, uh, basically go away from where it's been and where, where it started from. You know, with last yeah. week's chapter, The Jedi, you know, I, I never thought that we'd actually get uh, a, a whole episode dedicated to, you know, The Jedi, but we did. Uh, and that's great because, again, one of the lifelines, one of the 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 life, the bloodlines of Star Wars is the Force. I mean, we get it from the child, of course, and from Grogu ever since season one. But then he's not a Jedi, you know. He's he has yeah. a Force, but he's not a fully trained Jedi or even a, a Jedi in training. So part, and I love the fact that they worked that into the story. It's uh, Mando like can easily be like an audience member someone who's watching the Mandalorian who's never seen any Star Wars movies before anything from Star Wars at all and just started with the Mandalorian and is yeah. now being introduced slowly to the expanding universe and the lore and it's just everything else so that's that's pretty Man, cool. how fucking spoiled are these uh, yokels huh the, yeah, like, no the, kidding, their, their, their only exposure is the, the Mandalorian yeah. for Star Wars well but that's, that's the yeah. thing. None, none of the none of the hate is all all the purity and stuff so. but that's the thing is like that's what's so good about this show is that like my pop for example who's watching it right now on my on my account it, he's not really a massive fan but this has been the the show that he's been watching to where like he doesn't even have to a- ask me any questions like the show is doing a really good job at taking care of those new um new viewers that are coming into the star wars franchise that are seeing it for the first time through the mandalorian and they're doing such a good job at like creating this story and introducing these old characters that hardcore fans know about and uh introducing them to the new audience in a way that they understand and it's not like they have to ask a bunch of questions like who this person is and stuff so props to i I guess favreau and and filoni for for writing the show the way they are where where they're doing that so yeah right and then now i'm seeing some i'm seeing some hate from fans who didn't like or maybe i guess who did it who who hated the sequel trilogy and they're now seeing connections between the mandalorian and the sequel trilogy like the landing oh, ship Jesus Christ. and they're like oh, who cares that's the whole like, point though but that's the thing they're uh one this one guy on Twitter is like, uh, it's like they're connecting it to that lame ass sequel trilogy. Oh and I, come on! And I responded with a gif like, "Spoiler alert! It's all <laughs> one big fucking universe. It's all connected. Like whether or not you like the sequel trilogy, we're it's going one way or another. It's going to connect because this yes. is this is approximately twenty five years before the sequel trilogy, and we're, I mean, you know, we're seeing those connections. So. But see, that's the that's the the thing that I wish that most people would take away from that. That like seeing those connections is like to me, seeing those connections in this show like this, kind of gets me excited to see what they do with it in the future. Because yeah, I didn't really like the sequel trilogy. I you know I had my issues with it, but I could see them fleshing out my issues in future content in a better way than the movies did. Like for example people that did not like the prequel movies watch Clone Wars and they're like, Oh man, like it all kind of makes sense. Like it, it's actually, it actually makes me look, see the prequel series in a whole nother um, site than they ever did before. So I, I hope that in the future they do that with new content to help me see the sequel trilogy in a 
newer light, so to speak. <laughs> right. But I actually just found out uh, one, one of my subscribers did not like the Clone Wars and he did not like Rebels and he did not like Hayden Christensen. So I was like, wow. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Tough crowd. But right. hey, you know, yeah. I mean, there's the fans, So, yeah. you know. Yeah, he could have his opinion for sure. Yeah, right. I understand. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, hmm. But yeah, um, and I was also reading this uh, article and it basically mentioned like, um, of course, the title is very like, it's very clickbaity to make sure that, you know, it grabs people's attention. But then it does make sense uh, from certain points. Um, I'm just going to pull it up real quick. Mm. I've got it here. Uh, let's see. So this is from cinemablend.com. The title is The Mandalorian Proves the Star Wars Movies Made a Pretty Big Mistake in 2015. So this was written by Sean O'Connell, published December 4. So it says here, this is my controversial hot take while watching the most recent episode of Disney's The Mandalorian, specifics of which I will leave out in case you landed in here. Having not seen the episode, go watch it right now. And then, of course, but with each passing episode of the second season of The Mandalorian, building off of the foundation that was laid in season one, uh, convinces me that Lucasfilm made a mistake handling the, handing the baton to J.J. Abrams for the relaunch of the Star Wars movie franchise. It should have been, yeah. drumroll, Favreau and Filoni. Star yeah. Wars films as a franchise would be in, much more, in a much more stable place. This is not meant as a complete and total slam at J.J. Abrams or even at Ryan Johnson. Both made wonderful, different, exciting, provocative, and successful Star Wars films in their own right. It's unusual that there seems to be two camps with regards to the sequel trilogy of Star Wars films. And people who like Abrams' work don't like Johnson's and vice versa. But the two, by all reports, didn't, didn't collaborate and were left by Lucasfilm to create the Star Wars movie they wanted to make with no regard for an overarching story. By the time we as a collective audience reached the rise of Skywalker, the, that point was made abundantly clear. <laughs> Watching Star Wars The Force Awakens demonstrates that J.J. Abrams understands, appreciates, and adores the visual motif of Star Wars. The Millennium Falcon racing through a canyon to avoid TIE fighters looks cool. It is cool, but The Force Awakens gets a lot of heat and deservedly so for mimicking a new hope instead of branching off and establishing any real Star Wars lore of its own. Perhaps it's because The Force Awakens was too important to fail. Lucasfilm was gambling by bringing Star Wars back to the big screen and it needed to connect with mainstream audiences who weren't following the Clone Wars and animation. And so how do you do that? Give them more of what they've already said they love. And it worked until Lucasfilm and Disney needed to connect the threads of the story. They didn't. Ryan Johnson broke off and contradicted a lot of what J.J. Abrams established in The Force Awakens with regards to Rey, Kylo, and Luke Skywalker. Their individual ideas might have sounded cool on paper, but without a deeper commitment to big picture storytelling, these concepts were left in limbo. Yeah. The Mandalorian applies the passion and understanding of Star Wars mythology 
to a larger story. Granted, the TV show has more real estate on which to explore, getting multiple episodes of longer seasons. But the way that it has tapped into an underutilized concept from the Star Wars low, the Mandalore culture, and used it to both discover new worlds and also please nostalgia seekers shows how deft John Favreau and Dave Filoni are at weaving new Star Wars out of old Star Wars. So, yeah, it goes on with like, you know, bridging uh, the gap with Clone Wars. And then you've got, you know, uh, Ahsoka Tano in there and then all of the other stuff. So, yeah, it, I, I do see his points. It does make sense because, yeah, again, it goes back to like, J.J. Abrams kicked it off well with Force Awakens. And then, of course, you have another director coming in who, like, kind of flipped the board pretty much and flipped everything around. So, and then you got J.J. Abrams again coming in. You know, some um, one person did mention uh, on the comments, so this is from uh, Robbie Aker. He shared that article. Someone said in the comments, um, it would have been better if J.J. Abrams just did, if they just got J.J. Abrams to do the whole trilogy or they just got Ryan Johnson and then do the whole trilogy. Because at least, at least in that sense, it would have been cohesive and consistent. And there wasn't like in the middle of the film, like these two like polarizing, you know, the middle of the trilogy, there weren't these polarizing ideas that also like eventually like split, split the fandom. And not only that, but they could have like had an actual script for the entire trilogy before instead of like writing them as they go. Right, um, laid out. They could have had a full story. Yeah, set up. they yeah. should have had some kind of roadmap. They knew better. Yeah, right. Serious. Like Mike, remember like when when we found out about the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy. Like you were telling me about it and how excited we were, and 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 apprehensive at the same time. Like you were you were telling me like, you know what, uh, Kuya, it it would be cool if uh, Filoni had had his hands on this. Because he he knows uh, Star Wars more than anybody else, and I'm like, yeah, I, like you know, he's doing well with the you know with Clone Wars and and all, all the other stuff. Why not? Right. But then like you know they gave it to Abrams because like you know a bigger name, I guess, or whatever. So. Right, and in in that sense, for for Disney, um, at that time, Clone Wars was not Clone Wars had been canceled. It wasn't back yet. Yeah. Um, and then I guess you could say. The, the studio heads, especially at Disney, wouldn't have had as much faith in Dave Filoni as they would right now, seeing what yeah. he can do. Yeah. And actually, it does mention, so there's a great article on Vanity Fair uh, that was released um, earlier this week, right after, of course, the Jedi uh, chapter from the Mando. It's a great read. It's a great interview with Dave Filoni and Rosario Dawson. Um, Rosario Dawson addresses everything there with the controversy that she has um, that was dropped. And then of course um, her being cast. Uh, and she's apparently also uh, a huge Star Trek fan. So that's now next on her list. Like she'd love to be a part of Star Trek. She's already yeah. in Star Wars. So that's, that's, you know, that's huge. Uh, dude, she would look good as a fucking uh, uh, Klingon or something, dude. Like a warrior Klingon she, girl. She looked good as a Vulcan too, man. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, again, a great interview there with Dave Filoni as well. It's written by Anthony Bresnikin. So it does mention that when they started The Force Awakens, 
when they were in uh, production, Dave Filoni was on the set, and then J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan uh, congratulated Dave Filoni on Star Wars Rebels because they were that was when Rebels was uh, still out, and so they congratulated him on that, and he was just like you know surprised that they were even watching Rebels, and then when Rogue One was uh, filming, he was invited there, and then little by little with each production. He would, uh, they would actually have him be a little bit more involved. Uh, in mm -hmm. The Last Jedi, when he was invited to the set, when he was on the set, um, Ryan Johnson actually gave him like a lens to look through and, you know, <laughs> kind of, like ask for his suggestion on what he thinks of the shots. So now, of course, we're seeing that he's heavily involved with The Mandalorian um, because part of what uh, when he was doing Rebels, of course, I guess they were already starting to man uh, work on Mandalorian. Um, it's pretty tough to like handle like animation and then do live action at the same time. But then he was also learning. But now that we know what he can do, that and he's also learned a lot from John Favreau. Um, again, mm -hmm. I've said it once before. I'll, I've said I've said I've said it a few times. I'll say it again. It's only a matter of time until we get that Dave Filoni directed Star Wars spinoff film. You know, uh, can I say too that I like that that Favreau is being his mentor right now because Favreau is such a fantastic filmmaker, has so much experience under his belt. Like right. it couldn't be better, you know. Because right. he he, I mean, when you look at it, you know, when he was mentoring with George Lucas, George Lucas was essentially telling him everything about story, about Star Wars, mm -hmm. and everything there. Mm -hmm. um, he had the animation know-how, but then it's the story and you know just learning everything about Star Wars. And now with Dave, uh, with John Favreau, he's learning everything live action. So, you know, it's great. It's really cool. And again, it's just a matter of time. Or, you know, better yet, give them a trilogy. Give them both a trilogy. They can handle it. They can do it, you know. So yep. yeah. it'll be really cool when that announcement finally happens. So, it and again. It would be nice if it, if it was the Old Republic, but I'm not sure. Uh, or, or something of a spinoff off of something like outside of the Skywalker saga. You know, that would I mean? be cool. The Old Republic would be cool. I would like that a lot. That would be awesome, but who knows? Well, there's still, as far as we know, there's still that Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy. Me, eh, we'll eh. see about that. So, don't make me laugh. <laughs> and, and they they haven't said it's been canceled, so that is still, true. Seems like he's still working on it. And then Taika Waititi, who is favorite director, is working on a Star Wars spinoff film. That's what I heard too. See, I'm not yeah. really psyched about that one. I'm like, I'm like, eh, I'm kind of okay about that one. What you don't want, you don't want like a uh, fucking juvenile dick jokes in uh I, I don't Wars? want, I don't want a full movie of his doing. Uh, that's just my opinion. I, I don't want a full movie of his. Like one episode's fine, and it, it's cool. It fits the story, but like I don't want a full movie. Uh, okay. So, there you go. It's right. Well, it seems like a good time to wrap up this chapter 14 review. So we've got two chapters left, chapter 15 and 16. We shall find out soon enough what happens in the next chapter. If you want to follow us, please follow us on uh, Instagram at FMANDTB. That's short for mm -hmm. at uh, Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. You can follow me on Instagram at Filmmaker Mike. And on Twitter at Jedi Mike eleven twenty eight, Jester. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Sequester J. 
and then follow me on Instagram at the sequestered jester. Um, enjoy. I look forward to when or if you guys decide to follow me. Uh, Kuya? Um, I created a, a new Instagram for you guys to uh, to follow if you guys want to. It's uh, at uh, old man Jimmy. That's J-I-M-I. So just uh, follow uh, if you want. Yeah, leave messages and, and whatnot if you want to. Uh, Pinhead? Follow me on the usual Instagram, Pinhead198, and you can follow me on my Facebook under James Crump. So those are the way to go. All righty. And then once again, you guys can leave us a voice message on this uh, chat. Speaking of this uh, chapter 14, whether what you thought of Boba Fett finally getting some action or Baby Yoda or Grogu. Getting some force time. By the way, I did do a poll on Instagram uh, for what people prefer since last week when we got his real name now, uh, whether they still prefer Baby Yoda or they prefer Grogu or even the child. But um, so I did the poll for about 24 hours on Instagram, just asking, you know, what do people prefer? Uh, 25% Baby Yoda, 75% Grogu. So it seems like uh, a lot more people prefer Grogu. I like Grogu. I like Grogu a lot more. Grogu, throwing like, on people. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I'll call, I'll call the child Grogu all day long. I won't call Mando Jin, because I, I'm <laughs> like, I, I, like, yeah, okay. I found out his name, and then I was like, yeah, it's all right. And then so I just kept calling him Mando. But then when I found out, you know, Baby Yoda's name, Grogu, like that's all I call him now. So it kind of just happened naturally, I guess. Right. That is true. I don't refer to Mando as Din Djarin. Uh, it's always <laughs> been Mando. It's always been the yeah. Mandalorian. So that's, yep. that's interesting. And then, of course, uh, on, uh, at Costco, they have these um, large, they call them squish mallows. They're these big pillows. And there's, ba- there's of course, Grogu and uh, Chewbacca at Costco. These are like maybe like around $20, $25. They're really huge. Um, Grogu, of course, sells out instantly. Uh, when the Costco in town had it, I looked in their big like bin, and it was just chewy. There's just like three of the chewy Chewbacca's left. There's no Grogu at all. Um, so I saw this. Someone shared this on a, a part of a Costco Facebook group, and everyone shares like all the reviews on like all the latest products, the food stuff on the deals at Costco. And someone posted this picture and I just shared it. And I told everyone, this is not my picture. I'm just sharing it. Um, it's a Squishmallow of, of Grogu. And Costco sells these jars of peaches. And the peaches look like the frog eggs. <laughs> and so I'm not um. sure if a Costco employee did that or you know, someone, a customer just randomly <laughs> did that. Um, so I shared it on the Costco group and over a thousand likes and like hundreds and hundreds of comments. And sure enough, someone caught, co- and by the way, this is from chapter, this happened in chapter 10, right? Yeah. The passenger. Yeah. Sure enough, someone commented and said, spoilers, I haven't seen it yet. And I, oh. and I, got, and I replied and I said, well, this was four chapters ago. So that's not <laughs> my fault. Like, I'm sorry. That's not okay. my fault anymore. Like it's not even that big of a spoiler. 
yeah exactly. how do you know how do you know it's a spoiler if you haven't seen it exactly so shut up so well of course they saw the memes but like instead of spending time to look through memes go watch the latest chapter so you don't get spoiled right yeah seriously <laughs> and again i have to i have to i gotta say i admire jester's you know um willingness to like he's quiet on the messenger group uh thursday night until like friday evening until you watch the chapter and like even twitter and nothing he's dark he's i know dark. dude that, i gotta that patience I, I gotta work that day and even on my break and my my lunch i don't, I don't even i don't even bring out my phone dude I'm like, that's nope. really smart though because yeah i mean i get it you know on friday so as soon as I'm, i was done with the chapter i posted on facebook hashtag the all caps mandalorian now it's not a spoiler but and if you've seen if you've been watching the chapter nine you know what's what's going to happen right eventually and -hmm. then of course i also shared like i shared the gif of the tough guy like boba fett fans walking into work tomorrow like looking all tough (laughs) so you know but then again i wasn't i wasn't like posting like screenshots on twitter oh man they were like as soon as you know they just so yeah if you're not that's cool like be careful people are being like a lot more polite uh, i think on friday um when it comes out but like that's the thing i don't want even a hint like i don't want anything i want i want my pure enjoyment for the episode like that's why like i'm sometimes i get kind of bummed out about like um cast announcements for characters like uh, because like you know i already speculate on certain things um so like i don't want anything i just i want pure enjoyment and 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 a new um new experience instead of being you know spoiled so right i can i can wait you know 12 hours so it's no big deal there you go Alrighty. well it's a good time to wrap up again we welcome voice messages thoughts opinions on the latest chapter of the mandalorian speculations you never know i mean why not that's what we do that's part of the fun, speculating what could happen uh, or yeah, what will happen when we all yeah, are, are all-knowing and almighty, like shit. I'm not like even Mike, part of that writing know, group. Shit. I mean, I know I'm good buddies with Dave Filoni, but shit, man. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, that'd, that'd be cool if the audience that, 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 that uh, does watch this, if they, if they left us voice messages with questions about like the next episode or even like what we thought about the current episode. Right. You know, or writing us questions on Twitter or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or if they're watching this on YouTube, you can leave comments as well. We will gladly address it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. All righty. That's pretty much it. Until the next chapter review, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. See you all again soon. May the force be with you. Bye bye. This is the way. <laughs>